Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Today's Issues on American Family Radio for this Monday, January the 2nd, 2023. Thank you for listening to AFR. Tim Wildman here with Ed Battagliano. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim, and Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year New Year to you, Fred Jackson. Yes, good to be back. And um, you're and you're in good voice this morning. Yeah. I had a full recovery. Yeah. Uh from my voice uh, over the weekend. And I'm thankful thankful for that. There's nothing like, you know, even even at a restaurant trying to order food and you get halfway through your order and you're voice fades out you know yes. what i'm saying it's like you end up having to write down no nope, yeah. broccoli <laughs> with cheese uh anyway uh yeah it's uh good to be back in total health complete health and i uh, hope everybody's uh you know had a nice weekend and ready for a big new year uh by the way uh did you guys check out any of the uh, college football playoff games on saturday i watched uh the two games saturday night I'm just blown you away. Mean Saturday, one Saturday afternoon. Yes, Saturday one afternoon, Saturday, Saturday night. Uh, just blown away how good those games were. I mean, just did not disappoint. No. Right down to the last That's why moments. you texted me and said, you said, this is why college football is better than pro football. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because of the – Outstanding. Yeah, uh, it was uh, TCU in Michigan. Do you, do you pay attention to this at all, Fred? Rarely. No, okay. Well, this just ignore this conversation. <laughs> Ed and I'll talk amongst ourselves. Yes. Yes, go ahead. Um, it'd be like me talking to you guys about hockey playoffs or something like that. Yeah, although you're getting better. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, but it was Michigan and TCU, and they were like, you know, one scores and the other one scores and the other one scores. I mean, just back and back and back. TCU, Texas Christian University, ended up winning at the very end. And it was a like a uh, – they're like a Cinderella story. Yes. Okay. They're like they're like the uh, they're like the uh, you know the, the girl Gonzaga in, of uh, yeah. basketball. They were invited, but everybody's looking around, going, "You you got invited to this party? Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> Thank you very much." And then Georgia beats uh, uh, Ohio State in a classic matchup for the ages. Yes, which Ohio State led for like. 80, 90% of the game, right? And could have won it with a last-second field goal. Yeah. And I, my heart went out to the field goal kicker because he kicked it wide left right from the get-go. It wasn't even close. Yeah, which would have won it for Ohio yes. State, put them in the national championship game. Anyway, if you like college sports and the drama, it was a lot of fun. And now we're left with, uh, let's see, a week from today, you've got uh, Georgia will take on TCU – in the uh, national championship game, and uh, will will the clock strike twelve on the TCU? on the Cinderella team? And I, that that game is out in California. It's out, and I think it's in Southern California. Oh well, good weather. Yeah, I just also want to say that uh, my hockey team, the Boston Bruins, are playing in the Winter Classic outdoor game at Fenway Park against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And uh, by the way, it starts at one o'clock. Hockey so, outside. Hockey outside, like they. Like like the kids uh, used to play it, and it starts at uh, one o'clock. So uh, I have a series of meetings this afternoon, Tim. I won't be available. <laughs> My door will be closed. I understand. <laughs> oh, so so you got a hockey game 
on a baseball field. Yes. Yes. They they got it. They put a, a, a hockey rink. Fenway Park, the Fenway legendary Park. historic Fenway Park in right. Boston. Outside. Wow. Okay. What's the weather like? You know? Uh, I think it's uh, it's actually going to be sunshiny, and I think the high is going to be about 50. So Sunshiny? Is that a word? Sunshiny. That's going to be sunshiny. <laughs> sunshiny. So says our resident meteorologist, Ed Tagliano. <laughs> right. Today is sunshiny sun, today, sun, folks. Sunshiny. And <laughs> All right. Well, uh, again, we hope you had a wonderful um uh, Christmas and New Year's. You know, tell folks how they can watch this here show. Yes, you can go to if you want to watch us visually, and we are visually stunning. Uh, I'm just going to tell you, uh, stunning can be a relative word on sunshiny days. Stunning it, can go either way, but yes, anyway, that, right? We're visually. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, uh. Visually stunning. Uh, kind of like a Komodo dragon eating a, a goat. <laughs> that, too, is stunning. Yes. So you can watch it. There's, uh, there's only two ways. You, you can't watch us on YouTube anymore. They banned us for reasons that are in their own minds. Yes. Uh, but you can go to Facebook and search for today's issues and click through. You can watch this program. Or you can go to our own streaming platform, streaming.afa. Net. And we'll be back on YouTube as soon as Elon Musk buys them. Yes. <laughs> Although he's running out of money. He's lost $200 billion or something. Uh, they're not going to make his house note this uh, month or something? I, 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 so he's I, moment- I haven't even dreamed about losing $200 billion. He's momentarily lost his uh, richest man in the world status. Yes. Because of his purchase of... Uh, uh, Twitter. Twitter and then uh, Tesla Te- stock. Uh, yeah, Tesla stock. Rather been down. down. All right, Fred, what's leading the news this morning? Well, uh, last week, I think it was, we had a chat with Kirk Cameron. We did. Leading up to his visits uh, to a couple of libraries who initially didn't want him there. Uh, They were, you know, they were open to drag queens, but they didn't want Kirk Cameron uh, in for talking about his new book, As You Grow. Well, uh, according to reports, uh, there were 2,500 people that showed up at the Indianapolis Public Library uh, for his showing there. Now, it's kind of interesting. The library this morning is putting out saying, uh-uh, our rooms only hold about 300, 400 people, so it wasn't 2,500. But, you know, I was listening to a little bit of the comments from Kirk Cameron. Uh, he noted to the crowd that was there inside the room there are even more people outside that couldn't get in. So depending on who you believe, but it was a victory, certainly for Kirk Cameron, after being rejected by this library that accepts drag queens, uh, he was able to get in, and uh, what a cheering crowd he had there. I saw some of the video, and it looked pretty packed to me. Uh, so they, they showed up in big numbers to hear Kirk Cameron and talk about his new book, As You Grow. Well, you know what's uh, becoming more and more evident, although this fight is very real and is going to be ongoing, is that the vast majority of Americans, I think we're seeing, believe in a common sense yes, and uh, biblical, although not every American understands the biblical nature of this argument, that there really are just two genders. And... Most people do not go along with the the ideology behind the transgender movement, uh, which is supported by a much smaller but very influential uh, group in this country mm-hmm. that has taken over a lot of the 
institutions, including like the American Library Association has been a far left group for a long time that controls most public libraries, but public schools, so on and so forth. So I'm not surprised that Kirk Cameron's, uh, you know, book reading would draw large numbers. These uh, uh, library drag queen story, you know, reading story hours, they they don't draw large crowds, but they are the darling of the far left radicals in this country. So I'm not surprised by the turnout for Kirk Cameron. He's had to battle. He's mm-hmm. had to threaten lawsuits. Mm-hmm. These libraries are clearly breaking the law and are their decisions are contrary to the Constitution. And you're just going to have to fight these battles in court if you want to preserve our liberties. And I, I think that's what's happening. What we saw in 2022 was a fight back. Uh, Moms for Liberty. We talked to one of their individuals last week uh, based in Florida. You are starting to see, uh, I keep going back to what happened in Loudoun County, Virginia, in in the fall of 21. Parents fighting back uh, against wokeness. Maybe our listeners can't hear that. There's some kind of noise outside the studio here that's. Very distracting to our professionalism. And it's not my stomach growling. Yeah. I've, I've ate a right. good breakfast yeah. this morning. so We're supposed to have a soundproof, uh, <laughs> nuclear weapon-proof uh, bunker here. <laughs> yes. I don't know what's going on here. This is our new studios here with our 70s wood paneling background. <laughs> you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's retro. Actually, I, I rarely... Pay attention uh, no, to your surroundings. Pay attention to my surroundings. The- <laughs> I'll ask my wife. I'll say, when did we get that chair? Said, uh, about a year and a half ago. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, so. Um, no, I, I was saying I, I think the fighting back has really intensified against the wokeness. People, oh, yeah. People sure. are, are fed up with it. Uh, and, and we're seeing it in spades in Florida there uh, last Friday. The 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals uh, and the 7-4 decision basically uh, backed a or, or went against a Florida school district that blocked transgender students from using boys' ba- uh, bathroom. Uh, a federal appeals court has ruled in favor of a Florida school district's policy, pardon me, that separates school bathrooms by biological sex. So what the school did in Florida, they had... I guess for want of a better term, neutral bathrooms, and they had male and female. And they said the transgender, in the case of a boy claiming to be a girl, you can't use a girl's washroom. You can use the boys, your biological sex, or you can use the neutral. But you can't go into the girl's washroom. And the 11th Circuit said the policy there at that particular uh, school district in Florida is constitutional. This This is big news. Yes, this really is because this battle is being fought in school districts across the country, and uh, this this idea that some guy who claims he feels like a girl can use the girls' washrooms—we saw what happened uh, in Loudoun County in Virginia there a couple of years back now—and uh, with an assault, with an assault, and actually the school board's initial response was to send the guy to another school where he assaulted another girl. Yeah. Uh, so that's a tragedy, what happened in Loudoun County. But God takes tragedies and turns it into something good. 
And we're seeing these battles fought across the country. Parents are speaking up. Parents are running for school board, and they're seeing victories. And this is the the radical nature of this movement, this transgender movement, is evidenced by the fact that if you as a school say to a young man who says he's a girl, you can use the boys' room or you can use the gender-neutral bathroom where anyone can use it, these individual single-use uh, bathrooms, single-user bathrooms, uh, the radical nature of this movement is that they are not satisfied with that. Mm-hmm. They want you to say you can use the girls' restroom because you actually are a girl, yeah. and they will not. They will not use gender-neutral bathrooms. So parents are forced to fight these battles and take them to court. And you're going to get different decisions, unfortunately, in some different uh, regions of the country, but. Parents, you have to know what's going on in your schools, and you have to fight for your liberties. All right. <clears throat> you know, if I were a school administrator and I had a dude who said he was a girl, so he wanted to go to the girls' right. bathroom, I would just tell him, look, what you need to do is you need to identify as a guy and go to the guy's restroom for now. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. I would use a little reverse psychology on him. Okay. Or her. Well, it's a him. It's a him. Says he's a her. But I would say he wants to go to the, he wants to put a dress on or say he's a girl. Then you just tell him, well, as you may call yourself a girl, but I need you to identify as a guy. When you need to use the bathroom. Bingo. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? See what I did there? Yep. So that's what I would, that's what I would try on him. No, it's, I'm, I'm jesting. It's ridiculous. And. Uh, a lot of states and school districts are fighting back against this kind of silliness. Most of it's going on in these blue, deep blue states. There's uh, the woke. Most of that's where what most of the woke's uh, garbage is happening. Insanity. That's what I call it. Uh, and uh, the, the, the one in Florida uh, and other states are fighting back against uh, this idea that you know you, you don't have to, that you have to accommodate. Somebody who uh, says they're one sex, they're, they're the opposite sex of what they are. And and then everybody's supposed to just, you know, yield to that in, in sports and, and changing rooms and showers and everything like that at the schools. And uh, that court in Florida said, no, no, it's always been this way. We've always segregated male and female in restrooms and and showers and sports teams, and that's the way it's going to continue to be. Next question. Yeah, because we (laughs) want to follow the science. Somebody, some guy who claims to be a girl is not science. I'm sorry. No, it's not. You just can't claim to be something that you're not. No, we don't allow people to choose their ethnicity. No. You know. Or their age. No, I can't say I'm, you know, I'm an Eskimo, you know. Yeah. Um. so provide me with a free igloo. Well, I identify as a 16-year-old. Right. Um, I want to go back to high school. I want to start this whole thing over. Right. You know? Right. And so I want you to let me be. We don't uh, let people do that. Yeah. Huh? We don't. So why, So why? it's the same thing. So why do you let people say, hey, uh, you're, a, you're, you're a male. It's on your birth certificate. You're born a male. And you can't claim to be a female because you're not. Yeah. And uh, so. On the other hand, this same movement, the LGBTQ movement, will argue that you can't change who you're attracted to. 
that a homosexual male cannot become heterosexual. That's their argument. So you you can't change who you're attracted to, to whom you're attracted, but you can't change your sex. And I, I don't know how they claim that they're being scientific on both sides of that. By the way, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk to Kendra White, director of In His Image, which is our documentary we put together uh, three or four years ago. And it's just been it's reaching hundreds of thousands of people around the world, quite frankly. And, th- and it's about this very issue. And we've got so many testimonies of how people because uh, this. Uh, I, I know this topic does lend itself to uh, some twisted humor, I guess you could say, oftentimes. But it is a very serious issue yes. because there is something called, uh, is it gender dys- gender dysphoria? That is, and, and I think the popular culture is, is leading this, uh, to tr- uh, and, and, and it's trendy now, believe it or not, among teenagers to say that they're transgendered. I mean, yes. as shocking as that sounds, uh, you know, so they can be patted on the back and and so forth. And said, "Aren't you brave to come out?" And and but so there is a lot of uh, gender confusion uh, and in our culture today. But uh, the answer to that is God and Jesus Christ and strong families and and uh, Christians a Christian support system. And so we're going to talk to Kendra about that's something. what that film, yeah, that film makes those points that yeah. you're talking about. I will also say it is a little bit frightening that this ruling from the Eleventh Circuit, the left, the leftist judges are all for the transgender, oh yeah, ideology. Mm-hmm. So they, this was a split decision. Mm-hmm. You'd think this would be a, a unanimous verdict. It's not. No. So you do have judges, and we go back to the fact that the election of President Donald Trump in 2016, God used that, seems clear to me, that God used that to give us that a moment free, in time. That moment in time, because he, President Trump, I mean, he was able to make selections, nominations that were confirmed to the federal judiciary, not just the Supreme Court. But uh, some of these rulings are because there are conservative constitutional judges on the federal bench making these kinds of rulings. The leftists, if Hillary Clinton had won in 2016, I have no doubt this ruling would have been against nature. No question. question. You're listening to the program Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network, Tim, with Ed. And Fred, next story, Fred. Well, let's talk about another challenge that parents, students are facing across the country in other areas. And it's under the uh, banner, the leftist banner called equity. Equity. Uh, let me give you an example. Uh-huh. You have George. He cannot add, add up two plus two. Okay. He can't, George can't do two plus two. He can't do two wow. plus two. But then Kevin... Can I quit playing those video games? Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, 2 plus 2 equals 4. What the school systems are trying to say today, whether it's George or Kevin, they both get an A. Because it's all about... Where is this going on? That's insanity. Well, it's going on at uh, what uh, the Daily Mail describes as one of the leading high schools in the country, actually. 
It's Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology in Fairfax, Virginia. All right. Their parents are fighting this, what's called a new school strategy, meant to provide, quote, equal outcomes for every student without exceptions. So whether you can do the biology or whether the chemistry or the math. That doesn't work. It, of course it doesn't work. It is absolutely in real, in real life that doesn't work at all. No, right. See what they have at this school is they have an award for exceptional work done by exceptional students, and it's always going to be that way. They're going to be kids that are just really smart, and they get an exceptional award. That's the way it used to be. In fact, somebody was telling me this morning at this particular school, if you get this exceptional award, for instance, Liberty University gives you a full scholarship. Well, if the school stops giving exceptional awards, there goes your full scholarship. Right. And perhaps there are other universities doing the same thing. Well, one of the parents that's fighting this is Harry Jackson. And uh, I tell you what, he was on Fox this morning. He's one of those parents that says enough is enough. Cut number four. I'd like to point out that this was not a one-time error. This is actually a systemic pattern of injustice that's been occurring since 2017, where students have been withheld those honors of the national Mer- of the committed stu- the committed scholar from the National Merit Scholarship Corporation, where they have not been notified. So this has impacted over 1,200 students, where they have where families have not been notified in many cases. Now, the importance of this award is that students are eligible for up to over 800 uh, types of awards, both from corporations as well. As from universities themselves, such as the universe, such as Liberty University, that offers a full t- full tuition for commended scholars. And while at the same time, while this injustice was occurring, the the principal as well as the director of student services and the staff at Thomas Jefferson have been using the data from the commended st- scholars as part of their brag sheet to to mm. boost their own professional credentials and awards within the society. Is this different than the story about the uh, principal at another prestigious school, or maybe this is the same one? who uh, their the honors that uh, the students had had uh, won were not to- known were not told to them I think you're talking about the same yeah. same thing I think this is that that case yeah because okay. it kind of it kind of leaked out they didn't intend for, they, they I forget I read the story over the over the weekend uh, it, it became more public because there was some communications with some of these officials. I, this is just twisted. Uh, fortunately, this is only – this is in the name of equity. Again, what we're talking about is a – we're talking about a, prestige, a so-called prestigious high school, right? Is yes. this in the Virginia? Yes, Fairfax, Fairfax, Virginia. Okay, so let me get this right. You have students who have excelled and done well in their, in their classwork and in their testing. And because of that, they 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 have they were awarded uh, national merit, or I don't know what, what it's what it's called. Mm-hmm. So the the principal is uh, is notified of this, but she decides not to tell the students, or their parents, or anybody, because she doesn't want to hurt the feelings of the ones who didn't who didn't get that. Is that right? That right. is correct. <laughs> that was that was the reasoning. They're going to hurt kids' feelings. Okay, then. We're going to have everybody come out for basketball, and we're going to have tryouts. And you know what? We're not going to cut anybody. We're just not going to have it. We're just not going to have a team because somebody's feelings are going to be hurt because they didn't 
they didn't make the team. That that's the same type of mentality yes. you got going on here. Yes. Uh, but they're yeah. not going to do it for sports. I'd be willing to bet. They're not going to do it for sports. They're not going to do that for the football team. Just just for something that's uh, something that's less important like academics, right? right? Well, and it's just I hope they sue this I hope she gets fired for this this principal. Has yeah. she said anything? Well, uh, here's the thing, as it was pointed out, they actually use the excelling of these excellent students as a marker to advertise the school as a good place oh, to go. Oh, okay, okay. We'll be back momentarily. Stay with us. AFR programming is now available on Alexa. You're joking, right? Nope, not joking. Seriously? Yep, this is not a drill. Wait a minute. No way. There's a way. The Alexa way. So if you just happen to miss your favorite shows, no worries. You can now listen to each podcast with Alexa. It's simple and it's free. Just visit AFR.net forward slash apps and click Alexa. We're not joking. The changing of the guard at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier at Arlington National Cemetery. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. Hey, on our spiritual heritage tours in June and September of 2023, we're going to be going to the Arlington National Cemetery. It's one of our stops, and we'll be seeing the gravesite of John F. Kennedy. We'll be going to the changing of the guard at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier that I just mentioned, which is just a, a very patriotic place to be in those hallowed grounds of Arlington National Cemetery. So it's going to be just one of our stops on one of our days. We're going to see the Capitol building. We're going all over Washington, D.C., including Mount Vernon, George Washington's home. So if you want to go with us, then go to the website spiritualheritagetours.com. Spiritualheritagetours.com. The itinerary, the cost, the dates, everything is there. Spiritualheritagetours.com. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes with news and commentary next. Take advantage of the warmer weather and come explore Liberty University's campus. Ranked number four best college campus in America by Niche.com. Join us for Experience LU, an all-day event that shows off our dorm rooms, classrooms, and award-winning dining hall. Or, if you're short on time, attend a four-hour student-led campus tour to hit the highlights. To learn more or schedule your visit to Liberty University, text VISITLU to 49596. Again, that's VISITLU to 49596. If you send your kid to public university, there's a good chance he's going to return home as a flag-burning communist. That's according to a new study from North Dakota State University. They asked liberal students and conservative students about their opinions on America. 73% of conservatives say they are proud to be an American, but liberals, well, not so much. 57% of the leftist children said they're ashamed of our nation, ashamed of the land of the free. The percentages shocked even the professors who conducted the study. Past surveys showed that most Americans were proud to be American, regardless of their political affiliation. North Dakota State also found liberal students believe there should be crackdowns on free speech, and only 9%, 9% favored capitalism, only 13% opposed socialism. So here's what's going on. Socialists are using our tax dollars to fundamentally transform our nation from the home of the brave to the home of the woke. I'm Todd Starnes. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Jeremiah 29, verse 13. American Family Radio. This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. 
Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. I'm Tim with Ed and Fred. We thank you for listening to American Family Radio on this Monday, January the 2nd, 2023, our first show here. Hey, I hope you got to hear Jenna Ellis this morning. Jenna did a, an outstanding job uh, her first day, uh, 7 to 8 o'clock Central Time with the Jenna Ellis in the Morning program here on American Family Radio. We're delighted to have Jenna as our new uh, early morning talk show host here on AFR. And I think uh, in one week, Sandy Rios mm-hmm. is going to start her podcast. Yes, and we'll be announcing that. Yeah. Reminding people about that. So you can, uh, Sandy, st- Sandy's still going to be with us. She's just going to be doing a podcast rather than a daily get up at three in the morning, <laughs> prepare for a, a, to fly solo show every day. Yeah. Now Jenna wants that. But Jenna's like 35 years younger. Yes. Uh, well, uh, we're not going to. But age doesn't matter. We're not going to get ourselves in trouble. No, we're not. With, no, we're not. With Sandy. No, so Sandy's a veteran. Well, Sandy's Sandy's 39 and holding. Uh, what I'm saying is yeah. we're, we're not going to give anything away about Sandy's, Sandy's age. age. She'll Did listen. I, all I said was she's 35 years older than Jenna. I didn't say how old Jenna was. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yes, I I know exactly what you're saying. Figure out I'm just not going down in flames with you, brother. That's all. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. <laughs> yeah, probably need to move on, right? Yeah, now. yeah. You know, I think this is a move on moment. <laughs> um, okay, so we got a lot lot more to talk about. Well, I want to talk about some good news in response to this uh, push on on transgenderism in our culture and um kendra white joins us now in the studio uh our own kendra's uh, own staff here at afa good morning good morning happy, happy new, new year. year yes yeah. sir thanks for having me now, on you, you you had when was your baby born? my baby was in july first christmas with a little one man it's exciting so, so a 2022 sure. baby yes, and sir. uh tell us about your baby she is amazing everybody uh, says oh is she an easy baby and i just smile and go no <laughs> no such thing but she's a gift from god and we love hey, her maybe maybe when you have number two yeah, it'll be an easy it'll balance out you know we're all for equity exactly there you go, there you go. <laughs> that's but what we're about as can be. that's right we're free yeah uh how about that parent that has well i won't mention this that <laughs> don't has, scare me has two Oh, twins. Yeah. Oh, my word. Two, uh, what do we you prayed call it? for twins. High energy children. Yep. Oof. Yeah. We did not have twins, and I said, thank you, Lord, for not answering right. every prayer that I that I have asked for. <laughs> you, uh, you prayed for twins? I wanted twins. Oh. And then when she came out, I said, one at a time. Just yeah. pray, Lord. Yeah. God <laughs> knew what you wanted he did. needed. He did. I remember when Walker and Lexi, yeah. my son Walker and my daughter-in-law, they told us, they had a, a two-year-old. Yeah. A one and a half, two years old. And then they came over to tell us that they had, she was pregnant with twins. twins. <laughs> so it was going to be like three under three. Ugh, yes. That's a lot. Yeah. Thanks for the blessing. And that wasn't, that wasn't enough, they decided to have another one after that. Wow. Wow. We got like four under four. I think the like grandkids. One family, one house. The, the, the grandkids came boys. so swiftly for you that you couldn't, you couldn't on any given day give 
the names of all those kids, like without <laughs> a cheat you have sheet. A index yeah, card ten, in your pocket. Don't I know. Worry. I have ten. We have ten grandchildren wow. right now. Yeah. And yeah, they came. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, they got to. I'd say, you know, they got to where I was saying my prayers at night. Get to number seven, and Lord. You know their name. <laughs> Look, you don't have to go to the gym anymore. Just the bouncing them on the knees. Yeah. Like, just rotate them in and out. Getting down on the floor. Get with rid them. of your Peloton. Lord bless number seven, eight, nine, ten. God bless what's-his-name. <laughs> Good old what's-his-name. We love him. One of my favorite grandchildren. Yeah. Number eight. Uh, all right. Uh, Kendra, tell uh, uh, many of our listeners may remember yes. the In His Image documentary that we produced here at AFA, you were the director. When was that released? That's a great question. <laughs> we're a couple of years out. I think it was about three years ago. Let's see. Yeah, I want to say, was it 2018? I'll, I'll try to find that out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was in the midst of COVID, I know, because we had initially planned to release it um, in theaters and ended up releasing it online and had So that an must explosion. be 2020? It was, I believe it was 2020 that it was um, released. Released. Yes. Really? It's been that? No, it was before. Let's see. Uh, it yeah, was you might want pandemic. to look that up. Yeah, twenty twenty. So Kendra's right. <laughs> I, I know that. So the film director. The plan oh. was to go to theaters, and we ended up re- releasing it online, and it just went everywhere. And it the it was the providence of the Lord. We there. were going to have a Fathom mm-hmm. event, right, uh, where people could go to the theaters and see it. Right. Okay. Now, before we get into this, I want people to know where they can go and watch this for free. You need to, if you haven't seen this, folks, you need to go watch it. It's outstanding. Of course, on the AFA streaming platform, you can watch all of our content. But also, it is on YouTube, and you can go to inhisimage.movie. If you go there, you'll have readily accessible links to um, all the ministries for people that might need help, additional resources, additional videos. And both of them, this is kind of new, we have several uh, new language translations um, and what has happened? I AFA, worked on that project. <laughs> did you yeah. really? The Bulgarian? Yeah, I helped, that was no, you? I helped. With I didn't realize. He's got the southern, the southern translation. <laughs> I did the southern American go. translation. Y'all need to stop being also, crazy. Yes, I worked on the, you <laughs> know, the what's going to go into the Congo. <laughs> but we we did just go into um, Italian. Um, we had a ministry partner there that uh, reached out and said, "We have a ministry, and we want this not only um, translated but um, also dubbed." Apparently Italian, and maybe you can tell us. They said it's a lot I, longer than other languages. I for, don't, I don't speak, <laughs> you don't speak Italian, Italian, but I know with a lot of those what they call the Romance languages, yes. like Spanish and, yes. and things like that. The just the the way words are used yes. and the way ad, it can't it does stretch Take a it little out longer. It does stretch so, it out because it, now Italy. This is this is really good news because you were contacted by not only Italy. Was there another? language so it's in bulgarian it's in spanish it's in um hungarian i think it is um dutch um and these are people that have contacted us seen the film and said we want to bring it to our country where can you Um, go watch it for free ed well you can go to in his image dot movie in his image dot movie and i understand dot movie what's that (laughs) not dot com right no in his image dot movie yes that is the correct website to go to if you want to watch it there it is available in other places but on that i think on that one website in his image dot movie it has been viewed well over four hundred thousand times mm. but you can watch it correct. for free also on youtube correct you can go to streaming.afa.net as well you as can we've had get- thousands of churches that have hosted screening events um in their homes or in their churches around around this film. What is the essence of the of the of the documentary? Well, you've been talking about it this morning. Yeah. Uh, all of the issues that continue to come up in the news repeatedly 
um, that deal with um, gender and sexuality. So um, we cover everything from the scientific approach to be able to, um, because we want our listeners to not only agree about what the Bible says about these things, but to be able to articulate it to a lost and hurting world in a loving and compassionate way. So I think what the film does is it takes testimonies of real people who have struggled with these issues. Um, and then we also talk to experts about these, um, the, the current scientific studies on, um, I mean, there was just one in the New York Post um, talking about um, the hormone treatments that are out and how the, in the last four years it has doubled the number of um, people being referred to for. Um, Why do you think that is? In other words, just, just to set this up for people who don't follow this much, there is a trend, a rising trend among America's, uh, well, maybe not just America, maybe Western Europe, I don't know, and other places, but in the U.S., mm-hmm. probably Canada, where teenagers are 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 uh, more and more teenagers are starting to say I'm transgendered and the term is um called rapid onset gender dysphoria so it's not a real condition you know obviously rapid some- onset gender what gender dysphoria so okay, there's gender what, dysphoria. what is that and that is it's a real it's a real it's it's trending correct okay so when you say trending too you might think oh it's doubled uh, the, a recent study in Europe showed that among girls um, identifying as um, ha- struggling from gender dysphoria, there has been a 5,000% increase. Where is that? Um, it was in Europe. I'm trying to remember if this one was in Sweden or in the U.K. I'd have to go back and look at the study. Um, now, why is that? That That is not real. Okay. So it used to be that gender dysphoria was higher among um, young boys, right? Um, but it's they're noticing that it's girls that are rapidly taking over in this issue, and it's um, what, what you're seeing is a group of girls in high school. You know, one doesn't feel like she fits in, and and um, oh, I'm you know struggling with this. And there's this you know group of people that wrap around you. Oh, we accept you now, and they have this this angst that they think that this problem will solve if I you know identify as this, I'll be accepted. And then groups of them are doing this together. And the rapid onset part has to do with the fact that these parents have seen no indicators, you know, from 0 to 13. Right. That was all Barbie right. dolls, you know. Right. And then all of a sudden, I think I'm a boy. Um and right. then they want people, to then, then some people want them to start taking hormones. Right. To change their body or have have uh, surgeries. Right. And the New York Post just, um, this is a new study that just came out that said the the actual mental health results of taking um, these hormones, um, it's no better than a placebo effect. So essentially, you, you know, the reason we're saying we're giving them these hormones is, oh, you feel uncomfortable in your mind. It's going to help you not um, commit suicide. And they scare parents with that you know, suicide thing. So we're going to give you this, and it's going to you know, take away the depression and the anxiety and all of that. Um, well, it's the same as taking a Tic Tac is what the right. study actually shows. And in fact, um, one of the most common um, medicines that they're giving is called Lupron. And we've talked about it, I think, on the show before. But um, it actually um, can lead to... Um, anxiety, depression, and suicide. So <laughs> not to mention the mile-long list of side effects that are not being talked about. Right. And this is not FDA-approved for this use. Yeah, and what we're hearing more and more is that these girls at 12 or 13, when they reach 15 and 16, we're hearing more and more cases of regret. Yes. There's a, a young girl that I just, I think she was 25, um, had to have jaw surgery 
um, because Lupron deals with, um, it creates more brittle bones. The enamel on her teeth were dissolving, was dissolving. Um, and she was put on it not for um, uh, LGBTQ issues, but she, um, I think, was shorter. Um, and they, uh, so the problem that's happening is this is being used off-label for things that it has not been approved for. Right. Um, it was initially created for prostate cancer and for um Uterine what was what are we talking it's, about? I'm talking about the um, medicine Lupron. So this suppresses your hormones. So let's say you have cancer. There's a hormone that makes cancer worse. So they said we're going to create this. So there might be some side effects, but we're going to try to that, add a few. What years does that to have to do with? So they're this, prescribing it. For, they're prescribing this for children, and it's not been FDA approved because they have gender dysphoria. Because they want to exactly, they want to suppress, suppress their hormones. Their hormones so that they won't go through. Oh, puberty. I see. They want to suppress their hormones. That's sick. Exactly, it and is. and the studies haven't been done because you know it, it was approved for a couple years, but now it's being used starting at age eight, nine, ten, mm-hmm. and they're on this for ten, twelve years. Mm-hmm. All right, let me ask you this, uh, but but folks, you need to go watch if you have it in his image. There's a lot of testimonies there too from people who've been involved in this mm-hmm. lifestyle. This uh, and a lot of hope too is what you're going to come away yes, with. From yes. most people when they watch the film, what they come away with is yes. saying. Um, thank you so much. This was compassion. I thought AFA was going to hit us over the head, right. but wow. And, and let me just say, I was I was in on some of the earliest meetings for that, for In His Image, when we were first mm. discussing this. And I just want to just say that, um, that Kendra and others involved, uh, Austin Brooks, uh, M.D. Perkins, others. I, I had my role. You had, <laughs> yes. I mean, I, it was a lower down, but. Yeah, they, they, they all, they insisted, we, yes, we think God wants us to do this, but it has to be compassionate. Mm-hmm. We, you know, they, they that did was the not. Marker. No one will listen unless you're compassionate. Right. So the, the, the people who spearheaded this film in the creative process always wanted this to be biblical mm-hmm. and wanted to speak the truth in love. Mm-hmm. which is the That's way what it does that the message when you say truth be. and love a lot of people say oh you got to balance truth and love as if it's 50 percent of one and 50 percent right. of another but scripture clearly teaches that jesus says i am the way the truth and the life right and we know that scripture says god is love he's a hundred percent truth he's a hundred percent love and i right. think you'll find there's not a balance of that in, in his image there's a hundred percent truth and a hundred percent love. Yeah. we deal in this film with people who seriously do go through this um Heartbreaking. I mean, it's tragic. This, I don't know. Torture of the mind, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Um, this, the devil playing tricks on, on on people in terms of, hey, I'm maybe I'm a. They're really a male, but maybe I'm a, a girl, and I'll get this done, or I'll act this way. So we we deal with the reality of it. Uh, although I would say, probably ninety ninety five percent of it is not is just uh, trendy. Mm-hmm. It's just. You know, two years from now, these same people who are saying I'm transgender are going to say, you know, why I really wasn't. I was just, I, 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 I wanted to that. fit in. huh? Yeah. But but it is a real issue. I remember I had someone I knew who was married, uh, got married to, uh, it was a, a girl. She got married to a guy, and this was, uh, gosh, 25, 30 years ago. Uh, and I, we knew him well enough to go to the wedding. Yeah. Well, a couple of years later, the girl, the wife, discovers uh, that the man is cross-dressing. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, Heartbreaking. Dre- it, uh, yes. He, I, yeah. he was secretly dressing like a woman going out in public. Right. 
And uh, of course, you get you're going to get caught with that. That you can't keep that kind of thing secret if if you have a. But um, he confessed to her that um, his grandmother used to dress him and wanted him to be a girl. Mm. Hmm. Well, Walt Heyer in our film, he shares Same that thing. testimony. His grandmother put him in a dress at, uh, That's what at a young this, age. That's what happened to this guy. Yeah. His, 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 his grandmother, two or three years old, his grandmother had wanted him to be a girl. She wanted a granddaughter, so she used to put him in a dress, and that did that, uh, I guess, unbeknownst to the parents. I don't know when he would go over there. So that messed him up in the head. And you know, one of the most heartbreaking things in researching in his image, I was watching a ton of YouTube videos of um, stories of news people that had, you know, the first case of a transgender in our state that's doing this. And there was, there was one interview, and the mom was talking to the reporter in the foreground, and in the background the little um, boy was playing with uh, dolls or something. And, um, and she said, and I told my son, of course I'll love you if, if you think you're a girl. And the little kid said, but would you love me if I was? And he said the original gender. Now I'm getting them confused. And they didn't hear it, and they just kept going, and they glossed over it. And I think there are many um, parents that are creating this out of a desire. They wanted to have the opposite gender. Now, that's not always the case. Um, but uh, we are seeing it is, uh, among millennials, it is not a hard thing to have an LGBTQ kid. It's, you get this, this, this wave of sympathy and attention yeah. for many. All right, but spirit, the bottom line, Ed, I want to ask you this, and then we'll let Kendra go. But Kendra, again, the website to watch. Inhisimage.movie. Okay. What's the what's the bottom line spiritual dynamic that's going on with this whole movement, this whole push? Well, I, I think, and I don't, I don't want to oversimplify it, because as you said, and I am, I am proud to work at an organization that treats people with compassion who are suffering yes. real spiritual warfare and Real psychological and mental and emotional, uh, sometimes it's trauma. So we, I, I am proud that AFA uh, takes this approach. So I don't want to oversimplify it, but there is a real spiritual war going on in this country where the nation is moving away from God so violently, okay? I'm talking about like a, 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 a complete 180 is moving away from God and rejecting not only God, not only his word, but the world he created. And that's why you see so many heterosexuals who are sympathetic and supportive of the whole LGBTQ movement because at their heart they are rejecting God. They're rejecting the way God made us, and that's why you have the insanity that's going on where we're talking about um, schools allowing boys who say they're girls to go into the girls' restrooms. Most of us are going, what in the world is going on? But at its core, this is a Romans 1 rejection mm-hmm. of God and the world that he has made, and that's why there's a war against yeah. marriage, against human sexuality, and now here in the last 10 years, gender. So it's gone beyond... <clears throat> uh, public indifference on uh, full acceptance full acceptance if you don't fully embrace the complete lgbtq movement then you're going to pay the price by being ostracized losing your job uh shunned 
And the reason that is is because they, they've bought into the, blo- the lie that you were created this way and it can't change. And so it's discrimination against these individuals. Right. They put it into that So you category. get corporate America that's basically signed on. They're woke in a lot of ways, but they are extremely supportive of the transgender movement within the context of the LGBTQ movement. Uh, obviously colleges and universities, but now a lot of high schools, now going all the way down. Look at the uproar over the parental rights bill that was signed into law in Florida. Everybody said it's the don't say gay bill, when in reality, the law simply said you can't talk about these issues with kids who are kindergarten to three right. third grade. But, you know, you, you just like pull your hair out thinking, why is that unreasonable? Well, these institutions have been captured by LGBTQ promoters and sympathizers, and it is a war. Now, it's a battle for parents who want to defend their children. You, get, you have states, you have public schools where the teachers are encouraging these kids to identify as their opposite gender, and they're telling them, don't tell your parents. And it's a war out there. I think a time is coming when a pastor sits down with someone at coffee who, of their own volition, comes to him saying, I have this unwanted same-sex attraction. If he says what the Bible says, I think a time is coming when uh, he's looking at legal ramifications in our country. It's already happening in Canada. Canada and England, uh, the U.K., these kind of things are happening where they're down the road a little bit ahead of us. And we want you to be able to have those conversations because um, you ca- it's not enough to just say, I'm going to let AFA talk about that. I'm going to let my pastor talk about right. that. This issue is so thorough. I guarantee somebody that you know is struggling with this. And it's not you being mean. It's you throwing them um, a life-saving raft and saying, let me, let me point you to Christ and help you through this crisis. And let me say, too, this is a beautiful film. It's a visually beautiful film. Well, thank you. And so this is as well done as you're going to find anywhere. Has it won any awards? It has won several different awards. Um, We're seeing uh, the human rights campaign. (laughs) No, sir. Not quite. No, 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 Hollywood. uh, No glad. Anybody in Hollywood. (laughs) This is a, a, a profound, poignant and beautiful film. A gospel centered. And it's gospel centered. Yeah. Praise God. Thank you, Kendra. Thank Appreciate y'all. it. Kendra White joining us. I wanted her to come in and talk because uh, we this film is, is, re, is uh, reaching, I think it's, it's it's somewhere between half a million and a million people have watched it. Well, that's that's just... On YouTube? Uh, just That's just on this In His Image dot movie. As Kendra mentioned, there are... there are. Would you, uh, Kendra, you're still here, so we're yes. not going to let you go. <laughs> there, that, uh, how many churches... Have held hundreds of hundreds of hundreds. So big events. No we had a stadium that showed it. Um, they rented so, out a, a stadium in their city. So and, it's going to be tens of thousands more than just who have watched it, it, it on this it one could website. Be probably fair to say close to six, seven hundred thousand. Maybe, maybe I think more. To, maybe think a more. million. I think so. I think. By the way, if you go to inhisimage.movie, that's the website. You can watch it for free. You can also sign up to host an event. You can visit the Resource Center with American Family Association, and you can purchase this on DVD if you want to hand out. Right. We have uh, in his image five DVD packs where you don't get the nice case. It's just in a sleeve. Mm-hmm. You can buy those and just hand them out to, to, to friends. Yeah. Uh, bookmarks. Uh, there's a prodigal prayer guide. Mm-hmm. 
That's recent. We're, we're and not going to let helpful. you go just yet. <laughs> Please. Uh, tell us what that prodigal prayer guide is. Okay, so the minute this film was released, AFA started getting literally thousands of emails from families that are struggling with this issue saying, my son and da- or daughter just announced to us that you were getting those in your inbox. I was getting those, um, and they're wow. saying, "What can I do, man?" They're this desperate. issue, they're desperate for help. Um, well, in the film, we talk about um, one mother named Francine Perry, who her daughter um, uh, started to transition. She lived eight years as Jake was taking hormone um, cross sex hormones. This is one of the testimonies. This is one of the testimonies in the, film. in the film. The mom just kept praying. She had to struggle with her own thing. Um, of surrendering her daughter to God. She has now started a ministry with some other people in her Bible study to prodigal children, not just LGBTQ issues, but if you have a child that has left the faith for any reason, they grew up in church, they were in Awana, and it's just, it's heartbreaking, these families that are that are seeing loved ones deviate. And so the prodigal prayer guide is created by several um, parents who have children who have left the faith and it's scripture-based prayers because a lot of times what I'm finding that happens when this initial, they find out their their child has um, left the faith, there's this hurt, there's this anger, and there's this sense of betrayal. And often a parent will say something not helpful <laughs> in the moment, you know, that, that anger rises up. So this helps you um, be able to pray scripture-based prayer over that child and rightly um, orient your heart um, in that matter. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Kendra. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you all. Now you can go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, curtain call there. We yeah. have a curtain call. For yes, Kendra. that's right. Uh, all right. Uh, again, uh, give the website. Yeah, inhisimage.movie, inhisimage.movie. Folks, you can watch it uh, for yourself. You for can set For free. You can send the link to others who may be struggling or who may have uh, family members who are struggling. You can sign up to host an event. You can visit the resource center. You can order... Uh, Nice-looking DVD sets but or the uh, simpler uh, five DVD packs to hand out. All kinds of resources there, including the Prodigal Prayer Guide. Bottom line, if you, if you know somebody that's trapped in this a problem of gender dysphoria or gender confusion, there's hope right. uh, in God to, to change and to get, get normal. Yeah. It's the Bible. I mean, you know, what God describes as normal. So that's what we wanted to communicate. One of the things we wanted to communicate through this film. We're going to take a short time out. We'll be back with more of today's issues on American Family Radio. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.